Hi, everyone, and welcome to Between the Head and the Heart. Uh, my name is Jordi Mueller, and I'm going to be joined in a second uh, with Michael Tucci, CEO of Lexington Wealth Management. But I wanted to give an update. Uh, we are going to be showing today an episode from actually around a year ago, uh, specifically on volatility. And we thought this particular week where we are facing one of those weeks in the last 10 years where volatility has been present and, and uh, definitely obvious to everybody, even outside the financial markets, uh, would be a good day to have Mike uh, join us and talk about, from the financial advising and the financial planning part, uh, what weeks like this show our industry and and why we do what we do in this particular weeks. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Jody. So uh, definitely an, an interesting week to be talking with you. Um, what's your perspective from, I guess, the wealth management side on when you see a, a, a kind of like a drop around 10% for one particular week? So when we're sitting down doing financial planning with people, it's usually when the cold light of day, it's a sunny day and things are good and people are thinking about their futures. And we do financial planning and try to figure out when they're going to need cash and what liabilities they're trying to fund. And we come up with a portfolio allocation mixed into all kinds of things. right? And especially when times are good, people are like, well, why do I have some cash or treasuries or municipal bonds or other things within my portfolio? Equities are up. 20 30 percent why are we doing this mm -hmm. and we explain that things won't always go up and there'll be times when it goes down and it's funny when you sit in a room with an economist they'll tell you all the possible things that can go wrong but one of the economists who i respect most whenever he finishes his presentation he finishes with a white sheet of paper and the white sheet of paper is this is what i'm afraid of and it's always what do you mean there's nothing on the sheet of paper well it's what can go wrong that we don't know about so six months ago, no one knew about this virus, mm -hmm. right? And this is the thing that's driving markets today. So, and it's driving markets down. Mm -hmm. But we did think about crisis when we were building clients' portfolios, exactly. right? And we thought, yeah. how are we going to build this? And there's a reason why virtually none of our clients are in all equities. Mm -hmm. uh, long term, we'll probably make more money for being there. Mm -hmm. But most of us can't deal with the emotional volatility. And if we need cash, it becomes real volatility. So when people say, what should I do in times like this? You know, what we do is we look at the portfolio and there are, some things are down and we'll look for losses. We'll book the loss, buy something very similar. Mm -hmm. So we remain in the market. And then we more or less don't do much else from there. Yeah. Well, yeah. What we do is ultimately the prices will pass. Markets will recover. And then what we always like to do is, not like to do, but we have had to do from time to time over the 20 years we've been in business, is revisit risk. And say, okay, at the worst part of this market, how much was my portfolio, not the S&P, not emerging markets, my portfolio, at the worst part on paper, how much was it down, mm -hmm. right? And we'll look at it and say, okay, and we look at the history. Okay, that's a real life shock, not just a, a, on paper uh, analysis of what could happen. And then we'll reevaluate at that point in the game, do we want to, change the allocation from here. The worst thing we can do is probably sell into this. And I would say if this, we, we provide for this in terms of thinking about cash and certain types of fixed income. So if we need cash, there's a tuition payment coming up. Hey, hopefully, you know, we may not just rateably take it out of the whole portfolio. We may take it out of treasuries, which have rallied mm -hmm. and use that. In some cases where people haven't done appropriate planning and say they were way too far over the skis and they're at 100% equities, and we know a tuition payment is coming up, 
and things are volatile as we stand here this Friday, February 28th. In that case, maybe the answer is that I do sell some to raise some cash because I don't know how much more this market's going to move in a negative direction. If we've done our jobs right and we've communicated well with clients, that should not be the case unless something crazy unexpected comes up. Yeah, no, I love uh, the way you describe it. It's kind of like the things that are 100% on our control and the ones that are non on our control. And I think weeks like this, just like you mentioned, allows to focus on the ones we do have control on and forecasting the market is definitely not one of those. As they say, and it's a trite expression, but diversification is the worst form of investing. Pause except for every other form of investing. So in times like this, you know, we look at it and say, okay, if our clients need cash, we're going to use the part of the portfolio, which is maybe up or maybe only down slightly. And we'll use that for the living expenses that we need at this moment in time. And then markets will recover. Inevitably, they do. They always have. And we'll move forward. Perfect. Well, thank you for that perspective. I think it gives a little context to what we're experiencing and here on the news everywhere. And um, I highly recommend to everybody listen to the rest of today's podcast episode, which will be, uh, once again, uh, a recording that we did a year ago with David Morton from Rokuton uh, Investment Advisors. And I, if I remember correctly, the volatility that we were facing at the time was around the trading war with China. So it's just a little bit of context that these things happen, but how to approach volatility from the bigger picture. Thank you, George. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. My name is Jordi Miller, and this is the Between the Head and the Heart a podcast from Lexington Wealth Management. And today we're talking about a little bit of um, what I would describe as an emotional episode without the emotional people in the episode. Um, we are going to be talking about volatility and what that means from two perspectives, from uh, market strategies. Uh, we are joined by David Morton. He is the Chief Market Strategist at Rokuton. How are you doing today, David? I'm good, Jordi. How are you? I'm doing well. And we're also joined by Mike Tucci, CEO and co-founder of Lexington Wealth Management, which will be coming from the wealth manager side. How are you doing, Mike? Good afternoon, Jordi. I'm doing great, thing. So I wanted to start with one basic question, which is, when people talk to you about volatility, <laughs> what does that trigger in your head? What does it mean for you? Uh, David, would you like to start? Sure, I could start. Um, well, um, you know, volatility, I, I think what we usually mean by that is the market's gone down. Um, it's it's not usually that the market's necessarily bouncing around, but that we've lost value in, in some way and that daily price moves might be positive and negative in, in, uh, in a greater percentage terms than, than they were prior to, to that period of time. So it, it makes um, – the reason why we talk about it is it creates an emotional reaction. Did I make the right decisions about my asset allocation or is there something that I'm supposed to be doing? If you see the value of your portfolio going down, I think we're – hardwired um, to emotionally respond that there's something that we should be doing or didn't do already that something now that we should be doing. And you know, I think that those emotions are potentially harmful to your long-term wealth uh, because they'll tend to pressure you into 
making decisions um, when it's least in your interest to make a decision for for the long-term uh, health of your portfolio. So um, it's understandable and it's completely human nature. So we shouldn't tell people not to uh, react emotionally. We should just educate clients and, and colleagues to understand that um, you need to manage your emotions in periods of, of volatility to make the right kinds of decisions or non-decisions uh, for your for your portfolio over time. Uh, and before I go to Mike to answer the same question, I do have to add that now uh, I've been in this industry for a few years. This is something that not just clients uh, of any firm feel. This is something that advisors themselves feel, and they also react to this particular volatility events. So, uh, Mike, that being said, I'll pass it to you. What's volatility for you in your head? So let me backtrack a little bit. So when we founded co-founded the firm back in two thousand one, um, it was just post nine eleven. So you talk about emotions, right? Markets were doing the market thing, but our, our country was under attack. And at that point, we, we realized that money is three-dimensional, not two. And there's an emotional aspect of money, highly emotional aspect of money. And a lot's been written. Nobel Prizes have been won since then uh, in and around that area called behavioral finance, behavioral economics. And to my thinking, it's probably the most important thing that we do as a wealth advisor is just think about that. And it's funny, most of us are, you know, we're CPAs, we have MBAs, we've got CMAs, we've got CFAs, all, a whole bunch of alphabet soup. But the most important thing that we do is work in and around our emotions as well as our clients' emotions. And I do say our emotions also because, you know, we're, we're, we're not an algorithm, we're people, right? And we, we don't like seeing people feel upset and distraught and so on and so forth. So, we, in client meetings, we talk about all kinds of things, um, planning and otherwise. But probably one of the most important things we talk about is when times are good, we, we keep people from getting too carried away. And when times are bad, we remind them where we're at. We'll remind them the amount of liquidity they have in their portfolio. Um, we'll go back and revisit plans. Um, and we'll try to bring logic back into it. But when people are highly emotional, that's when mistakes get made. And there's a study by a group called Delbar that goes out and looks at you know, past performance. And it more or less shows how most people don't get near the return of the market. And a lot of it's for a whole bunch of different reasons. You know, people jumping in, jumping out, sitting in cash you know, too much, um, probably trading too much, and the like. So the old adage is that markets make money, but a lot of people don't. And we want our clients to make money over the long term so they can meet their goals. So it's a very important aspect of what we do. Um, a couple of years ago, we had an event where we brought um, a human behavior expert. And I'll never forget, he showed a graph on the screen that show intense volatility. I would say that ups and downs in the market. And he was trying to point out that at different at peak and lows, people would react differently. And the next step that he did after this slide, he basically clicked and then the whole slide zoom out. And it was a little tiny part of like a couple of weeks within a five-year period on an up-trending chart. And it just tells you the importance of like different perspective when it comes to volatility that we tend to forget. Um, with that being said, uh, I guess my next follow-up question to both of you is, what should a client, an end client, be looking uh, for when experiencing volatility? So it should, what, what kind of factor should they be looking at when they are feeling like that? David? 
Well, I would say the um, uh, one of the if you, if you've set a long-term asset allocation and you've dealt with sort of your life obligations, obligations to your to your family, um, and that asset allocation will uh, work for you over the very long term. When you see short-term market volatility, I, I, I my uh, real advice to lots of people would be to ignore it and go do something else. Um, and not to think, not to think about your portfolio at that point in time, uh, not to think about the daily change in in value, uh, because what I think behavioral finance has, has taught us in in the last few years is um, when the market goes up, we all think that we're more intelligent than we actually are, and the the market, you know, the value of our portfolio has gone up because there's some positive quality that we possessed, and it gives us a degree of self-confidence that, that can potentially be harmful because maybe you then say, well, I'll ride the equity ride longer or wave up longer, or maybe I'll put more money into equities because clearly I'm, um, I've am i made all these great investment decisions. I'm a great investor. Um, the opposite um, condition when the market goes down um, leads people to make some really harmful long-term decisions um, or has the potential to, and I think it's the data that, that Mike was just referring to. And and so what's the series of decisions that happens in at those times? If you, let's just, let's just create a, a hypothetical situation. Let's say the market over the next month dropped 40%. Um, at the end of that, clients would feel insecure. They would feel that they were not intelligent about their investment portfolios because they'd just seen a material fall in the value of them. And at the end of that period of time, they're far more likely to sell than they are to buy um, more exposure, which would probably, if world economic history holds, uh, would probably be the 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 wrong decision at that point in time. And not only would it be the wrong decision, but it would be a, a significant material wrong decision um, mm-hmm. for the long-term health and wealth of, of those individuals. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it sounds, it sounds um, silly to say to someone, don't look at your portfolio when there's, there's volatility, but um, use whatever mechanisms and techniques work for you to take yourself out of feeling that you have to do something uh, in a period of volatility. By all means, ask if you have the wrong, the right long-term asset allocation. You should continually ask, ask that and test sort of uh, thoughts and assumptions around that. But making short-term moves and reacting to the volatility is ultimately going to be detrimental to your financial health. So I'm going to chime in here and tell a quick story. So I work with a number of entrepreneurs, and we do as a wealth advisor, and I belong to several uh, CEO groups. And so I'll try to educate them along the way. So when I ask a group of CEOs sitting in a room what their key performance indicators are for their business, they can tell you. They can tell you what the sales are growing by and not growing by. They can tell you what their accounts receivable is. They can tell you the bad debt expense, turnover with employees. They know all these key performance indicators. Often we speak about their own wealth, they've got no clue or very broad, broad brush clue in terms of what they have and don't have. So I'll say to them, hey, to be a successful entrepreneur, you've got to plan, you've got to get ready, you've got to do some in your mind or on a spreadsheet, some Monte Carlo, what if X, Y, and Z happens? Well, why not do the same work with your own 
money, your own portfolio, your own financial planning. And our thought process is once we do this and engage in this exercise, entrepreneurs are very good at this and people in general are good at this. So one of the things that we do once we start digging into the numbers is exactly what Dave talked about. We'll come up with what their quote financial floor is. What, what do you need? What portion of your money do you need to live for the next X number of years? And a lot of finance, I remember a finance professor once um, up at Bentley University telling me money is fungible. So the money in your left pocket is the same as the money in your right pocket and so on and so forth. Where I disagree with that is that people do mental accounting and they think of it as, you know, the old um, coffee can for your rent and another coffee can for your beer money or whatever. Most people don't do that today. But if you can almost take the portfolio and decompose it, here's my safe assets. I don't expect much fluctuation at all here and here's my income. Here's my, you know, in-between assets where I won't see the full movement of the market um, up or down. And here's my aspirational assets, right? And here are the assets that I'm putting into my portfolio because in the long run, I need to get some extra return to make my overall life work. And we, when things go wrong and we do that, um, I think it's helpful to people. It's almost like uh, owning a multifamily home and you know the rents that are coming in. And the value may go up and down every day, but if you're not selling, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter, right? So we'll do lots of exercises like that with clients, trying to make them better long-term investors as opposed to traders yeah uh, well the, the way I, I i would like to summarize this is if you're an investor in any anything pretty much and you're in the markets volatility is non-optional you'll experience it and the way we react to that that's a hundred percent optional and we have control over that and that could definitely according to both of you from what i hear determine success or not success in your investment life or financial life so um well thank you so much for your time again uh this was awesome and then um if you have any questions please reach out to your wealth manager uh, or advisor uh, so thank you david welcome my Th pleasure Yordi. thank you mike thank you Lexington Wealth Manager is a group of investment professionals registered by Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors LLC, a registered independent investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or or the investment opportunities referred herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and it's not guaranteed. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as a general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Lexington Wool Management and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no express or implied representation or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data on other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as a date of reference. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Lexington Well Management and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.